Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of um, a great series called Community Unite and what I've said, I've said it multiple times but I'll say it again, um, that it, in, 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 in every episode is about like people on the podcast coming back again for, 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 for another episode and yeah, so uh, in today's episode it's all about IBD, Crohn's, colitis because we've either got one uh, or, or, like um some may have both, I don't know. Um I guess we'll find out. But um but yeah, so I'm gonna ask everyone to introduce themselves, but um in the order that Zoom says, like who's first on the screen. So um I'm sorry if you're last. <laughs> um but um but yeah, Richard, you're first, so I'm gonna get you to introduce yourself. Um You might have to put yourself off mute. Okay. Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay. So, hello. My, um, I'm I'm Richard, and uh, um, I've, I'm 31, and I've sorry, not 31, 35. <laughs> sorry, and I've uh, I've got uh, I, I've got Crohn's disease and uh, autism as well. And I might as well throw that in there as well. <laughs> um. Uh, I've had Crohn's uh, ever since I was uh, 18, so a uh, long time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, because we didn't do an episode too long ago, uh, Richard, did we? It was only the other week. But yeah, it was, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's good to have you back on here, Richard, um, because we... Thank you. Because we, 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 we only know, uh, like, because we both got Crohn's and autism, we only know... Well, I only know a couple more, but I think you only know me, so it's good that you we've done it in the first place, doesn't it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, thanks, Richard. Well, you'll be able to talk about more about your Crohn's um a bit later on after everyone's introduced themselves. All right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, I put but 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 I put you back on mute for the time being, just so everyone can introduce themselves. Okay. I put myself on mute there. <laughs> um, the other way around. Um, Leah, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, of course. Hi. So I'm Leah. I am 24. I almost gave the wrong age there as well. Um, yeah, 24. Uh, I've got Crohn's disease and I have had Crohn's diagnosed since I was 21 but had symptoms and everything, had a really long diagnosis since I was probably about 14. So, yeah, been quite a while, quite a rocky road. Yeah. It's like, how are you doing at the moment with your crimes? Um, actually, I'm really good. Um, currently in remission. Haven't had a flare for a while, so it's going well, fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah, because it, it, it's good you're doing all right, because, I, like, I think it was 2020, wasn't it? We, we we last did it yeah pandemic yeah 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 ages ago yeah, ages and ago. it was i think it was quite bad then as well um i was i was in talks about getting surgery and it was my last um chance was humira and it worked so yeah it's been good are you, are you still on humira now then uh yeah yeah well actually it's angelita but same medication yeah. just different brand um yeah. but it's it's going well yeah I, I, i'm on the same I think I said as well. So yeah, yeah. I'm, 
I'm, I'm still on it as well, um, which is it's pretty crazy. Like, like um, it's nice when it works for a while. Let's hope it works longer than it is, don't we? Yes. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, well. Yeah. It's great that have you back here, Leah. Um, Thank you. Yeah, and I'm glad. Well, I'm glad you're doing all right. Thank you. Good to be back. Yeah. Um, Lucy. Hi, so I um, I was diagnosed with Crohn's late 2019. Um, so I was 23 and then I'm 26 now. Um, I went rapidly downhill, ended up with surgery in 2020. Um, had my op, got an ileostomy now. Been pretty good ever since, touch wood. Um, on infliximab still. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah. So, how long have you been on? I know we only did this the other week, but for for for, <laughs> for, for anyone else maybe who's interested, like how 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 long have you been on like in, in Flixmap? Um, so I started um beginning of twenty Feb twenty twenty um because it was like my last, it was like a, a last shot before I had surgery. Um, it stopped things getting worse, but it didn't make anything better. So I still ended up in sur with surgery in July, came off it for a few months, and then I was back on it by August 2020. So like, I think it was a month or two after okay. my um, And then a few, a couple of months ago, I swapped to the, the in injections instead of the infusions so instead of weekly infusions I just do the injections every other week um got to do it after this actually that just reminded me um I keep forgetting but yeah okay well um well it's, it's glad everything's going all right and like, good to have you back after I think about two weeks <laughs> Yeah. Um Sally, hello. Um you might have to take yourself on mute. I can't hear you still. But you're off mute. Still can't hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, you can hear me. That's weird. You're back on mute, but whether you're on mute or not, still can't hear you. Now, without that. Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. We'll do it this way then. Fine. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all right. Um. So, hi, I'm Sally. I'm 38. I was diagnosed with Crohn's in 2017. Um. They found out that I had uh, perianal Crohn's, so I had um, fistula and abscesses in places you don't want them within the pelvic region. 
um, and had to have my first operation literally a month after I was diagnosed. Um, the following year, um, I had a really bad flare up and then ended up having to have an ileostomy and start um, immune suppressants. And I've been on them ever since. And my temporary ileostomy, which was only supposed to be for three months, I still have today and will probably be turned into a colostomy, a permanent one at some point, but we're still just on the drugs, seeing what the drugs do. And that's how it is at the moment. Oh, and it's also gone and given me inflammatory arthritis as well. So I've got a third immune suppressant to try and keep that under control. Yeah, it's a pain being all, all, all these like, like kind of drugs that dampens your immune system, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Like I've just had a sinus infection. It's taken me two lots of antibiotics to be able to get rid of it. And it started off as a cold and then I had my infusion and then it went into a um, infection that I, I just couldn't get rid of. Yeah. So they're gone now. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, yeah, because it, 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 it's good. It's gone. But, um, it, it, mm. it, it's never nice to be having that kind of stuff around. Near Christmas? No, not at all. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, we did our episode last year. So um, mm -hmm. I can't remember what month it was, but I know it was last year. <laughs> sometime uh, last yeah. year. Yeah, sometime last year. Sometime last year. But yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it, it's hard, isn't it? Because um, to be on all these drugs um that like because you don't want to be on them but you have to be on them to help your crimes and i like your like your your ibd and stuff yeah and um, there's so many side effects and i remember before they put me on the azathioprine i read the side effects and it's hair loss um risk high risk of skin cancer and they were some really scary side effects but i was so ill and in so much pain in the end, I was like, I'm going to have to take it because I don't want to carry on the way I am and I need to see if it helps. And um, I think, like Leah said, like it hasn't made me any better, but it's kind of kept me how I am. Um, so I'm not in pain. I'm not flaring. So as good as I can ask, really. Yeah, it, it seems like everyone here is not in a massive amount of pain. So uh, it's good. Um... Because, yeah, I, you don't want to be in pain. No, you? no, I've been there where I'm taking painkillers constantly. And, and, and like, the painkillers don't really, they don't get rid of the pain. They, I don't know, make you dozy. Yeah. You're kind of drowsy and dozy, but the pain's still there. It's even with the inflammatory arthritis, you'll take something, I don't know, say codeine, and it just makes you drowsy but you must, your hands still hurt. And yeah, there's just no way to get rid of it. Yeah, it it's very tough. It, 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 it's very tough because like, like uh, among having maybe like Crohn's or colitis, you, um, you're, you're prone to get other things like, like arthritis, like, um, mm -hmm. like skin cancer, like, like hair loss as well, which mm -hmm. I, I actually experience um, because I, I used to have uh, quite thick hair. And it's, it's, I've got thin hair now. Um, but I, I'm, I'm a, I've been on azathioprine ever since I was diagnosed in 2017. Um, mm. And I, I either go on a high dose or a low dose. 
and um, I want to go off it. And I have a meeting with my consultant in January and hopefully something I'll be on less, hopefully, because I haven't been in pain. Yeah, my, the only thing I've had is maybe blood in, in, in my stools or um, um, or maybe my levels are maybe a little bit out of range. Um, um, maybe not a little bit, like, but not painful because you can be in a flare and have not a painful flare. You're, maybe your Crohn's or colitis levels would be just completely out of it. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's good to see you're doing it right, Sally. Um, because um, to anyone who doesn't know Sally, she, me and Sally actually went to the same hospital and had our like um, we did, I don't know if we had the same treatment, but we was in the same ward where we are. Uh, we might have the same treatment. I, can't, I don't know. But yeah, I think we might have done for a while, and then you had to change onto the injections. Yeah. But yeah, we used to be like on the same eight weekly infusion, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, because well, Infleximab it was. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 it worked quite well with COVID, I think, that did. Um, because then I'm, I don't have to go in anymore. <laughs> yeah, that was my only outing during COVID. <laughs> I stayed in my flat for three months and it was like so exciting to go to the hospital and see people and talk. Yeah. Um, d- like, the only downfall in that ward was... Like a lot of people were older, like mm. you know, like um, probably from me and you, they're quite a lot old people. I'm not not from one of old people, but <laughs> you couldn't really talk to them. <laughs> yeah, you get quite a mix in there. Um, some weeks I go in, and sometimes I don't know, I'll meet someone my age, but it's really rare. Um, they tend to be a lot older. Yeah. That, that that that's completely right and yeah uh, and you're and you're, are you still are you, are you still doing that now like uh, like go, going in and having it yeah every eight weeks I'm in there yeah I did have them um, quite a good stint over the summer because my trough levels have been really low and so they gave me a double dose of infliximab oh and my joints were flaring up really badly so they gave me a double dose of infliximab I felt incredible like everything went away it was amazing and I was like please can I stay on the double dose please and they're like no it's not enough money for funding and you can't so unless you go back to the single dose and you flare up again and we've got evidence we, we can try and get the funding but otherwise you've got to go back to the single dose and since I've gone back to the single dose my hands hurt all the time my hips my knees my feet um I think I need it to swell up and I need to go have a flare and then they'll increase the infliximab again if they'll get can get funding for it yeah so yeah it's good it's good when like something works isn't it well it's just incredible you kind of get given this opportunity like you get you know to feel incredible like I took more days on at work and I was able to do so much stuff and then I knew it was coming to an end. And when I got given the last dose, I was like begging them for like more because I was like, I, I don't want to go back to hardly being able to walk and and being in so much pain and being so tired. Whereas when I was on the double dose, I felt almost normal and I could do the same as anyone else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
That's really good because, like, Lucy, you're, 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 it's on Flickr as well. So, um, like, so you both on, on Flickr Mab still. Um, unfortunately, I'm not. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it seems that Flickr Mab is a common drug to for for people with, with um, IBD. So, um, it's good. It's working for you guys. Um, Richard, um, are you on any medication at the moment? Uh, yeah, I'm currently on uh, medication at the moment. So the medication I'm taking is uh, azacol, um, azapropine, uh, 50 milligrams and 25 milligrams. Uh, I'm taking uh, folic acid. Um, while I was I'm taking iron tablets. Um, um, I think. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Um, that? Although I am taking uh, vitamin D tablets, but not that that's prescribed to me. But uh, I've been I've been um, told I should uh, take a vitamin D D tablets to sort of help. Uh, help but but I've just I'm just currently taking that as, um, as well as me uh, me um, medication for Crohn's. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm also on uh, the Stellar rejection, which I have to have every eight weeks. And is that working all right? Yeah, it, it seems to be working all right at the moment, the Stellar injection. Um, I have to have um, uh, nurses come round uh, my flat and uh, take it for me. And, they, and uh, once they take it, they have to stay at least, what, um, 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes, if that. Uh, just to see if I get any like any reaction to it. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I've because I've been on Stellaria. Um, I think it's been a year now. A year. Yeah, year now. Yeah, because um, I was put on it. On, I was put on it last year. Um, I was. Uh, yeah, I had to have uh, an infusion. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I think it was obviously full of this, the Stellaria, and then um, then I was uh, put, obviously put on the uh, injection. So you're on A to fire print, vitamin D, yeah, um, acid, um, yeah, some inab injection. I can't remember it all. Uh, it's Stellaria. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, you're on that. Um, yeah. So lots of medication, Richard. Um, yeah. Do you have a, a box to put it all in so you remember what to have? Uh, <laughs> I've been thinking about getting one. I just uh, just never got round to it. But um, apparently, I've been told that they do help, and so um, I will have to sort of uh, I will have to get one at some point. Yeah. I think my local chemist actually. I think I've I've seen them in my local chemist. They are um like I have one. I've like Monday to um Sunday, and then I have my morning yeah. tablets. I have to have before breakfast, um, which would be azathioprine. Um, yeah, I've azathioprine and so uh, yeah, and my um I've all my medicine and then it ha- I have it for the night time as well, um, which is, it is helpful, um, I think. It, it, 
it, it is pretty cool. Well, um, not cool to have the like like the um, medication and that, but help. Yeah. It's helpful you to remember if you, if you forget because even sometimes I forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it does. Uh, it, yeah, um, it does help because there have been times where I've actually forgotten forgotten to uh, take the certain uh, medication. Yeah. It could also, it, it, it kind of helps to, um, it, I, I believe it would help, uh, or the box helps if, if you're, say, running out of a certain medication. Yeah, it, it, it does. Why, yeah, yeah it, it does. And, and sometimes if I forget what the day is, I'll take the wrong day and I have to mix it around. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because there have been certain medications I do run out and I just have to like um put it down on the prescription to sort of get it ordered and uh, obviously um put um, post at my local GP and uh and just get it ordered, which of course I know takes about a couple of days normally uh with me, uh, which isn't too bad, but um uh but yeah. If, it, it gets it gets to you um it gets to my um uh, my local um uh, chemist as soon as really yeah. well it's good to see you're doing all right like with with, with having all your um medication richard no no thank you yeah yeah um yeah so leah how, like what have you been up to since we kind of um last spoke you, 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 have you been doing much um, not really. So I uh, started a new job, so things going well there. And then, in terms of um, illnesses, I mean, I guess I put one down. I picked another one up. I actually got diagnosed with epilepsy last year, so it's a new thing. But um, yeah, everything everything is going fine. So feeling happy and healthy, just been working. Um studying I'm doing alongside my work I'm doing a, a qualification um in finance so just been very busy really so I'm glad that um I'm kind of feeling a lot better than what I was say last time we spoke because yeah it's really helpful when I'm so busy yeah yeah it, it is um yeah it sounds like a few things happen there like um like um with epilepsy it, it like do, like i guess because it affected one different like the, like yeah. for, like for you is it with the lights like flashing that really is that is that one of them that affects you or is it not no no so um it's actually like a really weird type um all of my doctors actually thought it was like panic attacks or something to do with my heart they referred me to a cardiologist for an arrhythmia um but essentially I just get like it sounds strange but um the only ways to describe it is like imagine you're on a roller coaster and your tummy goes or imagine like you know when you if you go out um or something you wake up the next day people say they get like fear fear or something um and that kind of feeling of dread you just get this like overwhelming fear of like dread and this like like feeling of like impending doom and then just get like this kind of like it's almost like you would imagine like a vision to feel but it's just this horrible sicky like I feel like something really bad's gonna happen 
feeling like just this awful feeling it only lasts like 30 seconds or so but they come in clusters so if you're having um you won't get any for like a while and then all of a sudden you'll just be having them all day for a week and they can be like really draining when you're having them and stuff like that like in it you know in and of itself it's fine but if you're having a cluster of them um not particularly great but yeah it's it's called a focal aware seizure so it's like only in your temporal part of your lobe whereas um I think like a tonic clonic for example which is the one that um everybody thinks of when you think of epilepsy that's in two two quadrants of your brain and neither of them are what kind of I have um so yeah it's a it's a really strange one um yeah so first time I've heard I've heard of that um that one um yeah yeah. It's it's really strange. Not many people have kind of heard of it. Um, like I know that like even absent seizures and stuff, for example, some people haven't heard of. But there's different kind of like categorizations for them. So it's like simple partial, complex partial, simple complex stuff like that. Then you can refer to them by like the type of brain that it affects, um, and all sorts of stuff really. But yeah, that's that's the new advancement <laughs> in health. I guess in a way, like although the, the epilepsy you have it isn't great, like at, at least like if you like parties, like um I don't know, like 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 if you see <laughs> if you see those lights, you might be alright with it. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, like because I like where I live, there we have a pier, which I, I guess most people here do have a pier where they live. <laughs> um, but um, my pier has changed. They changed it. So, so people with epilepsy, like with the lights, like don't like the lights, they are probably then it's not good for them because you go in, you know, when you normally go into an arcade and it has yeah. like, like everything's lighting up, like um, like like really flashing, and it as soon as you go into this like the pier now, it's almost like the arcade is scattered like in a circle where where you have all that and it's really dark uh, as well, um, and then you have some rides. It's pretty new. Um and, and yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking like for people with like epilepsy who get seizures or like the lights and that, it, it it they're not really thinking of them. So yeah, no, definitely, that's not good. Yeah. Um, not good at all. But yeah, it actually is. Um, there's so many different types. It's crazy. I mean, I didn't even know that it existed. It actually only, um, only happened to find out what it was because when I was referred to like cardio because they thought it could have been an arrhythmia um there was like a, a neurologist that was talking to the cardiologist at the time and she mentioned it because she was like oh like I don't know what this is and he said he was like no refer to me I think I know what it is um I think it's a seizure I think she's got epilepsy and like other than that it's you know not very very common but yeah really strange um, but hopefully the lights at the pier don't cause that much of an issue for anybody. So that's a shame. Yeah, it, it, like it, it, it is. Um, it, it's a shame. Like it, even if I don't, I, I think for people who don't have epilepsy, make you dizzy anyway. <laughs> like all those lights. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Especially yeah. without without a warning as well, because if it was fine before, then people with photosensitive epilepsy might turn up and it not be fine that time. Yeah, shame, but fingers crossed, everyone's okay with it. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Like, um, 
like when I was diagnosed with um with autism, I I was actually told that um I would get um I was supposed to have epilepsy, um and I don't. So um like the people with autism I have um or I I was just told I was gonna have epilepsy and I didn't. Um, but like like you say, like it, it, you can get lots of other things, not just having like so, yeah. like like just one thing, like like maybe Crohn's. Like you can have as as years go on, like uh, you can have other things as well. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You put, you put one down, you pick another one up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's quite common. simple. It's, it's, yeah, no, it is definitely. It's quite common. It's like chronic illness bingo. Like someone's called <laughs> that before. Like, yeah, you just kind of just cross off everyone that you've got. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that sometimes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 it's very common. Like, I, I, I diagnose autism first and then um, Crohn's later on. And then I think Richard was the same there as well. Um, and we, um, and yeah, it, it's crazy because you don't want to get anything else, do you? But uh, no, yeah. no. Well, I'll I'll stick with just the two. Yeah, maybe the power of three. I don't like Don't say that. <laughs> you no. know what? I'll be letting you know when the third one happens. You'll have manifested it. It'll be awful. Two years time. Well, we'll be, uh, do this two years time again. It'll be like I've got something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, it's. it's well, like it is very common. Like, uh, like yeah. with a chronic illness, um, either you might not get diagnosed with it first, um, but but yeah, it 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 is common, which isn't like it's, it's crazy. But I guess we have it because we can we, we can cope in way in ways with it um, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have it good at the moment and I'm lucky in comparison to to even some of you on the call you guys have been through um a lot a lot rougher than than I seem to have so props to you guys it will get better hopefully um do you take out of fireplane too um Leah no no so I did I was put on it after my like so when I got diagnosed put on like a cross steroid straight away and then my long-term medication was supposed to be azathioprine or mercaptopurine I think I started on azathioprine and it made me so coolly like I literally couldn't couldn't have a bite to eat without throwing up like it just I was so unwell off azathioprine um didn't help my my Crohn's symptoms and just made me so poorly and it was the same with mercaptopurine and it just got to the stage where my IBD doctor was just like just stop taking it like just don't take it like it's just making you even worse um so yeah I am not on azathioprine just um Amjavita called Amjavita isn't it the uh, Adamo up injection yeah so just on Amjavita obviously your different vitamins and stuff um and supplements and then um my epilepsy tablets and do you take them is that is that something you have to take every day yeah 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 um and do you have a little box as well 
<laughs> I don't. I, I used to. I used to have one um, when I was on loads and loads, but now I'm on much less, fortunately, because um, one of them's an injection. So instead, I just have on my health app on my phone, I have everything that I take logged. Um, and then it'll like pop up on my phone every time that I'm meant to take, like whatever tablet it is. Um, yeah. And you can customise them with little icons so each thing looks like the medication you're taking and then I have to click on the app and press taken when I've taken it. So that's how I remember. That's a good app. What 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 is the app called? It's just a health app on oh, your phone. You know, like oh, on yeah. your, your iPhone, it's already downloaded. Um, you can just, I think there's like a, a medication section on it. Oh yeah, the, I, I know the health app is like, it tracks how many steps you do a day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like, if anyone who likes to walk in, like, like, unless you, if you don't have your phone with you, you don't track anything. <laughs> no. Well, exactly. Well, it's the yeah. same with me because um I've got because obviously I work um like I work from home most of the time now, so I've got a walking pad that's basically like a treadmill but without like the big bars and everything quite lightweight, and you just walk on it while you work. But it doesn't pick up my steps on my watch because my wrist is like still typing away so I've had to get like an extender so that I can put it around my ankle so it'll track my steps while I'm working yeah uh, that is good like I, I I used to have a Fitbit and then like with family and um we all had the Fitbit watch and um there was like a table it was like Premier League football or something like that and then like like you have this table this chart and people will just because the thing about the Fitbit, you could just you don't even have to move. You can do this with your hand, and it counts a step. Um, and and people like it was like a real good competition. And I think this was in like twenty twenty ish when lockdown kind of started, and you wanted to go out for walks a lot. And then like people were just t- t- overtaking the lead. Yeah, some people going so far in front. You're thinking, how on earth are they doing this? And they must be just doing that with their arm, like for like an hour or two hours, and then they're gaining their steps. Um, yeah, it's quite fun. I have to admit, I am um, guilty of doing that. Sorry, I used to um, no, increase my steps when I was riding my horse. It would like count the horse's steps as my steps. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, I didn't do that many today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just, I just take the win. <laughs> I just added the. No, I've been guilty of doing that because on an Apple Watch, you've got like a stand circle and you have to stand 12 times a day. And if one day I haven't quite got there, I'll just sit there and shake my wrist until it counts my, <laughs> my stand. Yeah, you could. Like, it, it, if you, if you feel a bit lazy, put it on a fan maybe and it goes round <laughs> and round and round. <laughs> That's clever. <laughs> um. Maybe uh, maybe they'll put it super fast. It might, it might break. Um, but yeah, back in the day, the Fitbits were the thing, but now it's all with Apple Watches now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Apple, Apple dedicated. Everything's Apple. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. But but yeah, it, it is good. Like um, when when like maybe not this time of year because like it's dark now as we're speaking. Um and yeah, it, when it's this time, you you kind of don't want to do anything, really, do you? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. I'm not a fan of the cold. <laughs> hey, I've just been out in the dark in the rain with a head torch on, feeding my horses. 
and and apparently <laughs> I've now done ten thousand steps. So, but it's horrible. Nice. See, I can only get my steps in if I use my walking pad. But it's really good though. If anybody works from home, I would recommend one. Yeah, I've not heard of them. Yeah, it's literally is just like a, a treadmill, but without like the big bar and stuff, just like a flat, lightweight kind of treadmill. And then I just like put my desk up and down and walk and like work away, type on my laptop as I'm working. That's really cool. It is. It's really good. Like, honestly, some days I can get in like over 20,000 steps just, wow. <laughs> just walking and working. Yeah. Crazy. Yes, that's pretty good. Um, Lucy um do you have a um a, a tablet box <laughs> no i feel like i'm pretty boring i just i literally just take my infliximab i do my injection every other week and that's it and even that i forget to take quite often i've only been on it for two or three months so i'm kind of used to my appointment letter telling me to go in for an infusion otherwise i forget i start reminders on my phone and all sorts and I just can't remember um but no I don't I don't take anything really um just the just the injections you you just going for your eight eight week injections no I I do them at home now Uh, every every infliximab started doing pens so you can inject you know like your um Humira and stuff like that so I do that every two weeks um but I just I just always forget I try and do like treat myself or something after it but it still sometimes isn't enough to actually do it I haven't got my head around it yet yeah whatever time I have an injection every two weeks um I I will have a lolly I I, my favorite is a Solero so I'll I'll have a Solero (laughs) Um, I love that. Yeah, if it's not a Solero, whatever's in the fridge, freezer. Um, but but yeah, so, sometimes yeah, it, it's different at each time, isn't it? Like every time you have it, like you may feel good, you may, may feel not so good because um, it might be painful. Um, but yeah, I didn't know Infliximab were doing that. That that is very interesting. I would have loved it for them to do that when mm. I was on it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I think they've not about it. Oh, I I just got a phone call a couple of months ago saying, "Do you want to?" Try? Basically, I think the hospital were having issues, so they were like, "Do you want to try it?" And I was like, "Okay, go on then." And they they offered me my infusions back, but I'm I'm trying to get used to the injections because then I have to go in less. It's just a bit of a hassle. Mm. But ask about it; it's worth a try. Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, yeah, it, it seems these medications are improving. But uh, I guess mm-hmm. if, that, if if things like like you have an infusion kind of as an injection form, which is um, is that a um, is that a syringe, uh, Lucy, or is it a um, a, like an epipen kind of type injection? Um, it's just like the pen. So it's, I say it's easy. It's more like the mental barrier you put in your head because you're having to inject yourself so once you get past that it's not that bad I find myself I I psych myself up for like 45 minutes and then it's over in 10 seconds and then I'll do something and treat myself I might get a McFlurry tonight or something yeah 
yeah, something to take the edge off. Yeah, it, it, it is nice. Um, something that you can eat as well, uh, like like ice cream. Um, mm. it, it's nice if you can eat ice cream. If you can't eat ice cream, um, eat something you can. Like, um, you might want to um, have a lolly. I don't know. Um, Ben and Jerry's ice cream, I don't know. Good choice. Um, which, yeah, it, 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 it is really nice. Like, um, what what I normally do is I will either laugh or I will, or I will either scream. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't, it, it depends. Like, um, sometimes it hurts, like, more than others. But even though I do want to say something anyway, um, like, because... Um, I don't know. You just let someone out. Like you feel good, maybe um, that you're that you're you're not just saying nothing when it goes in. Um, but yeah. yeah. No, the first my IBD note stabbed my leg and I started squealing, and they were like, "Oh no, have you uh, does it hurt?" And I was like, "No." I'm just <laughs> just expressing myself. Yeah, um. yeah I, I, I was kind of like that because I went for a sigmoid osteopathy last year, um, mm. shortly after my birthday, um, which I, I was... That's a bad birthday present. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would much prefer it before. And the annoying thing <laughs> was because back then you had to have um, a... Um, a covid um test to see mm. if you had covid and you had to go to the hospital well not not the hospital but near the hospital for them to do it so you, you stick your arm out, out the car and they do it but the thing is they did it wrong um that time because um something went wrong where i had to go back again which was annoying and then i did it again and i had it done but the thing is when i when i had the actual sigmoidoscopy I didn't have sedation. I had gas and air. And because I liked the feeling of it, I liked the feeling that it, it may feel a bit drunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I had it. Um, and then help a guy next to me. So uh, it, uh, I said, I need more. I need more. I need more. I need more. And then and then it comes to a point where he says, uh, you can't keep having it. <laughs> and and I said why why because you're just doing it for the sake of it and I said yeah no <laughs> uh, I like it <laughs> yeah and then he said you should only use it if you're in pain and then, and then when I was in pain I couldn't use it because I keep using it for it <laughs> um and then I was I was I, I was kind of squealing like saying I was in pain and and mm. stuff during it which I would say um sedation is better but the reason I didn't want it because I didn't want to stay in for 20 minutes afterwards and my appointment was on the morning so people in the morning are normally grumpy and I, I didn't want to be there <laughs> any longer and um, I had one of I had one a few weeks ago a flexi sig and uh, to see if I could have my reversal and um I didn't have the sedation either but mine was at it was half past six at night my appointment but it was about eight o'clock by the time I went into the into the room and they said oh well you might be here for four hours after if you have sedation so I was like no just give me gas and air I'm not staying here till midnight on a Wednesday um 
but it wasn't it wasn't that bad but I've got no active disease at the moment so I guess if you actually do have active disease or any strictures things like that it's going to make it a lot more painful yeah yeah like it I um like when I had the colonoscopy when I was diagnosed with Crohn's mm-hmm. I, I did have sedation um because it, it was both because it like because mm-hmm. a sigmoidoscopy mm-hmm. is only just just one it's not the throat one is it so it's not as bad um and i thought i've gas now it's supposed to make you laugh they call it laughing gas i didn't laugh once so i I like to see why they call it laughing gas (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was was waiting to laugh and then i just laughed for the sake of it i guess in the end (laughs) if you don't laugh you'll cry yeah that was the first time I had a enema as well um and funny story guys when I had the enema um like uh, I don't know if any of you guys have had an enema before um probably mm. probably yeah um but when I had mine um I never had it before um so I'll tell you know um and it, it like when I had my that sigmoidoscopy um someone I knew did it so I thought okay it's more comfortable and then um I put up there and I'm saying oh that's that, that's a bit different and then they say to me wait try and wait your longest you can to go to a toilet I was like okay not too bad then um and then two seconds later like because you're in you're in your hospital bed and I, I wasn't that far from the toilet but um I, I couldn't wait and then um and then I think the nurse in there said, do you want me to roll you to the toilet in your hospital bed? And I said, roll? I'll be going in the toilet. <laughs> in the bed, sorry, not the toilet. Um, well, I did go in the toilet. So I, I ran to the toilet and I, I was in there for about 30, 40 minutes. Because I did not want to go up and down, up and down like a yo-yo. Um, mm. So I just stood there. Well, I sit there, sat there. Um, and then, yeah. And then, unfortunately, there was quite... Um, a lot of blood um, at, 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 when I'm going. But um, which, when I had the, the Sigma endoscopy, everyone was cool. Everyone, everyone, um, I think I had, where, where they noticed I might might have had a bit of, um, my levels were outraged a little bit, but it, it, it was okay. But yeah, not we don't like those kind of things, do we? Like those kind of endoscopies, Sigma endoscopies. <laughs> no, they're not fun. <laughs> no. No. Have you had uh, one, Richard? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, I, I, to be honest, uh, since you, when you mentioned about en- enema, um, uh, I no, I, I'd never, I'd never really heard of it uh, before until now uh, tonight. <laughs> to be honest, but yeah, never had one before. Yeah, it sounds in, it sounds like an, like a bit of an interesting story when 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 you uh, mentioned that you had one. <laughs> Got well, the roll into the to- the toilet bit, and yeah. uh, like wait, wait, like wait, you had to like wait until you really need the toilet. Yeah, like the post to make you got you know like when you have a um, you know when you have to prep maybe for a, a cono lost to be where you have to drink the drink that makes you go to the toilet, um, where you have to drink maybe every every fifteen minutes and that makes you go for a number two. I was supposed to make you go for a number two. In my case, it didn't because I, I was empty anyway before I was diagnosed. But with, with an enema, it's just a, it's, it's another way to make you go to the toilet. 
Um, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like um, oh, a laxative. Yeah. Laxative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've I've had the. I've had the. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But before before I um, would have a a colonoscopy, I had to take laxative, and they uh, I I have to take a laxative called a uh, movie prep. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and 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 yeah, they are horrible and not very nice at all. But yeah, like you say, every what 10 15 minutes it makes you go and have a number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's 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 pretty crazy. Um, yeah, having all yeah. this stuff. Um, yeah, like there's also a rule you can't eat maybe in a period where you're having it. Um, like. Like the not like it's not very nice. The the drink is it like Richard? Oh, it's it, it's horrible. <laughs> like uh, like I and obviously I take it with um I I take the uh, movie prep i.e. the laxative with a uh, a squash like yeah. that like i.e. I squash or whatever what, um, whatever else. Uh, not, well, sorry, no, just squash. That's. <laughs> I was, trying, I, was trying, I was trying to say, I say, oh, you anything else? I meant not the flavour of it. So. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, anyway, yeah, it, it's horrible. Like, it's horrible drinking the stuff. But um, the the it, the way I try and help that is by putting. Uh, well, actually, my mom had the idea of putting ice in it. It, it's helped me once, maybe twice, but uh, the last time I I drank the laxative uh, with ice, yeah, it made me it made me throw up, which was was, was not nice, was not no. nice at all. <laughs> yeah, I never had ice in it. Um, <laughs> um uh, yeah, like it, it, yeah, that that's a new one, Richard. I, I, like I have an ice in it. <laughs> Yeah, um, because I it, one of the uh, once like I say once or twice it did help me a bit like uh, but like like I'd I'd have to like drink like take a sip like probably once every one like one of one two minutes it would take me probably almost an hour to drink to to drink drink the uh, drink the stuff if not maybe an hour and a half. <laughs> Or just, or just below. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's pretty annoying. Like, like how often do you just have to do it because it does take about fifteen minutes to probably drink, um, like the amount you've put in. So, so you, you have to drink your first jug of it, and yeah, not nice. Um, yeah, you get like two sh- uh, sachets of um, the laxative, and yeah, like you say, drink one jug, and then uh, at a certain time. <laughs> And then you have to drink the other jug, uh, the other sash, drink the other jug with the sash, the next sachet, uh, full of the stuff, at another certain time. And yeah, it, it's absolutely like you say, and not annoying to even uh, to try and drink all of the stuff. Like you know, you you just want to like. In, in in yourself, you just you just want to try and fi- try and finish it, no matter how horrible it is. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's not good, but I guess we have to do it, don't we? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, uh, for this uh, colonoscopy to happen, yeah, we 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 have to drink it. We have to drink it. Go through go through hell uh, drinking it. <laughs>
Yeah, and I guess that it can be made the worst bit. It's dependable by you 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 see it. Um, like like with having it like when Lucy said that she had to have hers at she got in at eight p.m. Um, which is it's quite anxious because like you're probably maybe worrying the whole day about having it in the evening and like maybe if it's in the morning like you come to maybe you can have your lunch and that but it, I guess it's harder the late it is because how long you've got to wait to be having it. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Because when 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 Lucy meant mentioned that she had to have us a a a, um, a colonoscopy in the evening, I've I've never ever known anyone to have a colonoscopy in the evening to, uh, before. To be honest, like my mine's always been in the morning. And, um, mm. Yeah, yeah, mine's always been in the morning. Like. And, and like you say, it's better. It's better to have it in the morning because, like you say, you can have your, your your lunch and everything, and then like the, the feeling of um, having whatever you want to eat like afterwards. Yeah, I'm wondering with Leah. I don't know. I'm sorry, not Leah. <laughs> sorry, um, with Lucy. Um, I don't know because she says she's got an ileostomy, and I know when I last had a uh, flexi sigmoidoscopy. Because you've got an ileostomy, you're not using your rectum. Therefore, you've got no number two to pass through because it comes out into your bag instead. So last time I had a flexi, I was able to eat. But I think it's only when you do, they do the colonoscopy. Mm. But if you've got a stoma bag, they would... Let me try and think. It depends. It depends where they've gone and chopped you, and like what part of your intestines is attached to what. Yeah, so, I, know, I know what you mean. It, yes, mine was because no, sorry. So mine basically, um, the endoscopy unit are working extra hours to catch up with COVID anyway, because I've been waiting for this for like eighteen months. So that was why it was a late appointment. But then I. I couldn't eat from midday, which was really hard because I was at work and there's always snacks everywhere. So I was trying, and it was someone's <laughs> birthday, so I had to say, try and not eat the birthday cake. But they also went into my stoma. So like the flexi sig part yeah. was fine, obviously it's not attached, but they were going into the stoma as well because it was to see if they can reconnect. Um, so I still had to not eat, but I guess right. it is easier than if you have a colonoscopy because you don't have to, you don't have all the prep beforehand. So I just, I had a, I had an enema beforehand, but obviously it didn't really do anything. Um, mm. And that was it. So it wasn't that bad in the grand scheme of things. No, I've been quite lucky when I last had, it was, I'm sure it was the flexi I had. So I didn't have to do an enema there was no prep at all but then when I got mm. to the hospital and the nurse was dealing with me she kept saying have you done your prep have you done your bowel prep and I was like well I haven't been sent any and she's like well have you not eaten I said no I've eaten and she's like but you've got to be clear and I was like I've got a stoma bag so nothing's coming out my back end so it's fine like my intestines aren't joined up mm. so my small intestine comes out my stomach so I'll eat the food goes in my tummy it then comes out my small intestines my large intestines are just sat there not doing anything no food can go down them 
Yeah. And the nurse is like, you sh- I'm, I'm not sure about that. I need to go and talk to someone. I'm like, seriously, nothing goes through, <laughs> goes through that part of my body. I was like, you're a nurse. Surely you know the anatomy of a human. I was like, right, go and ask someone, whatever. But I'll assure you, nothing goes through there. Yeah. <laughs> mine was the same though to be honest she um when I sat down she was explaining the procedure to me and then um and she's and I said and she asked me if I had any prep and I said oh no because I've got stoma I'm just having as I was told on the phone I was having an enema and she said I don't think they can do it if you've got a stoma and I said well my consultant knows I've got one and he's ordered it so I think I can um and she went no I think you might have to go home but I'll double check and obviously she went and spoke with yeah I know I spoke to a surgeon this morning it's fine <laughs> but I guess they just have to check they might get a lot of people in who don't do the prep and they waste their time or something I don't know yeah um, maybe well. yeah so like we all have a good fun when we have these kind of stuff sounds <laughs> I had loads of fun that time because I went in and um, the last time I'd had a flexible sigmoidoscopy, they'd given me sedation and gas and air and I was still writhing about on the bed and in a lot of pain. And they were like, right, I think we're going to have to do it under general anaesthetic. So they did it under general when I had another procedure done. Um, And then when I went to the London hospital and they wanted to do it, um, I said to them that they had trouble last time, they had to do it under general. I said, Whatever you give people when when they have the endoscopy, when they go down the throat, I said, give me whatever sedation that is, because then you don't know what you're doing. You just get knocked out. You don't remember it. And I think they can tell you to swallow. And I think you swallow, but you just don't remember. And I said, just give me that. Knock me out and it should be fine. And I woke up in recovery and they're like, oh, they can do it. Do you remember? And I said, no, what happened? They said, oh, you were screaming loads. And I was like, I... I'm not a person that screams and makes a huge fuss and they're like yeah you were screaming so much and screaming to stop so we couldn't actually get the camera up in there I was like oh sorry oh wow (laughs) yeah (laughs) no idea what was going on yeah that is strange because you'd normally have like you know like the um some sort of like think beforehand not just going for it like it, like I, I, I like I would say you can't really say one's worse than the other like out of the throat like I, I know I, I remember when having it done like saying they got a swallow and then you don't want to you know you don't want to do it and then they, they keep saying it do it do it you can do it you can do it and then <laughs> um, did you do it without sedation the endoscopy um I did do it with it I had I had um that that's when I went in to have like when having that kind of loss of beer, I had both that the throat and then the um at, at the bum, but and I I had them one after the other. I think I I think I can't remember which one was first, but I was sedated, um, which yeah I I, I did have sedation. It had like the cannula and everything, um, so that which they would normally do in two different appointments, but I just wanted to get over and done with so not having to go back again. Um, so I, I was sedated. Yeah, sedation's always best to have. Yeah. Um, 
But, you know, some people, like, I think it depends what age you are, actually. Like, uh, like if you're really young, I guess, you do have to be put to sleep. And I know, in, like, I know in other countries, people do sleep for it. And, like, even if you're older. And I, I, I do find that, like, um, weird a little bit because like, it doesn't take long. But I guess it depends on the person, like, how, how you are with it. It appears to be in America quite often, quite often they seem to be like under general anesthetic when they have any of these procedures done. And but then they have to pay for their um like treatment, don't they, and their procedures. Yeah. So I don't know if because they pay for it, that's the route they take, whereas because we're publicly funded on the NHS, I don't know. Perhaps it's cheaper and it's quicker and they can get through more people and I don't know if that's the reason why. That I I I, I think so. Like um because it's like it's different over there because like like you say they have to pay for it all themselves and like like like, like over here that we get like like you say we get it for us um we we pay we don't really have to pay um which which is good um but yeah I, I guess that's one of the reasons maybe um but yeah um. I don't know if I if I had the choice to sleep. I don't know. I might. Um, like it. I, I I'm not too keen uh, being away for the uh, the throat one. Like, like put put the camera down your throat. Um, but the the highlight of the whole thing is the X-ray. I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that, that that that's probably the highlight. If you do look I at it, I liked watching when they're doing the colonoscopy, even though I was kind of quite jolly on the sedation I was watching the screen as he's going through so you can watch it on the telly as they go through your colon you can see it all and I was going oh oh is that an ulcer oh have I got ulcerative colitis and Doc's like no you've got Crohn's but yes that is an ulcer like, oh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we all got Crohn's here so um yeah so that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah uh, uh, that's pretty cool but but yeah guys it's been it's been really nice to meet you all before we go i'm just gonna give everyone the chance um i'll do it in backwards order so richie were first i'm afraid you're last <laughs> <laughs> um so like everyone can have the chance if they want to say anything else uh, they have any advice or just want to say how much they enjoyed it again <laughs> um so i'm gonna start with you sally Oh, thank you. It's been great being on your podcast again. Love chatting to you and having a little catch up. Um, advice. Oh, I'd say it can be, I've described Crohn's as being, it's like being blindfolded on a roller coaster. You don't know what's around the corner. You don't know what's coming. You can deal with it. It's rubbish, but I say online and social media, there is the IBD community are amazing. Any questions, support, worries, the IBD community, you will find an answer and you'll find support out there. there that's how I learn everything and learn how to deal with what I've gone through. Um, you won't get it, the support from your doctors. They'll tell you what medicine to have, but they can't tell you how to live every day with the illness um so yeah ibd community online they're amazing um 
Yeah, I, I completely agree, uh, Sadie. Um, yeah, they, they are. It is, it is a, a roller coaster, and um, I, I still, um, I still want to ride a horse one day. I want to go to Grand National. You <laughs> <laughs> definitely have to do it. Do yeah. it. Yeah. Great. I, I still need to do that, like because of course, if you're when you're on these drugs, it still hasn't changed for us who are on these medication. Even though um, pandemic is over, for some people is not for everyone. So um, it's, it's still really hard, but um, but yeah, I do want to ride a horse <laughs> um, and call him Martha. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Uh, well, Lucy, have you got any last words? Um, just thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. And um, it's just, it's similar size. Just talk to people. Um like talk to people online the community is great but as well talk to your friends talk to your family um even if they don't have the condition and they don't understand you'd be surprised what else other people are going through that they can relate with um a lot of my friends and family have told me things I never knew about them until I kind of start talking about my illness they open up about their struggles um because everyone struggles with something um so yeah just open up you're not on your own and it does get better, especially after those first few months where, well, or years for some people where everything's just overwhelming and you just can't get things under control. Yeah, it does get better and talk to people. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And it's been great to have you on again, Lucy. Like, um, I think it's, like, it's, been, it's, been, it's been really great to have you back. That's right. Thank you. Um, Leah? Hi, uh, yeah, um, been lovely to be back on. Um, so thank you for having me, and it's been lovely to kind of meet everyone and speak to you all. Um, last little top tip would be just going back to the Mori Press that we were talking about, and so love, love so dearly. Um, block your nose, down it, and then I think there's certain amount, certain things you can have. Open colonoscopy prep, like I think you can have lemons, honey stuff like that just get a big spoonful of like honey or a like a chunk of a lemon or something and once you've blocked your nose down the full drink have that because it will take away the flavor because like lemons are so citrusy and strong and then you know you, you won't have that horrible taste of moldy prep straight after that helps me so give it a go yeah well, i've never tried honey um but i don't like it, it sounds great for everyone who, who should try it, but uh, when you speak of honey, it just reminds me of Winnie the Pooh, and and knowing there's going to be an, an, evil, an, evil, an evil Winnie the Pooh movie going to come out at some point. <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, for it's been great. Um, I think I think yeah, I think out of everyone here, you're the longest person I've been on on this episode. Yeah. So it's been. Yeah. Been, been a while. Yeah, it's been good to catch up. Yeah, I think it was March twenty twenty. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, if I if I have a good memory, but yeah, it's been been great having you back there. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um. And Richard, you were last. So, uh, have you got a good thing to to finish up here, Richard? Uh, yeah. Um, first of all, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for, for having me on a podcast uh, once again, uh, uh, my son. It's, it's, it's been it's been great. Um, my uh, my voice 
I think would be uh, to um, I think if you're if you're getting uh, any symptoms, uh, don't ignore it. I mean, if um, I know on my on the last podcast we did, I know I know I um, I know I saw well, I kind of ignored it for a week or two because I thought it was just uh, something different. But if it, if you're having say like diarrhea like a week or two, yeah, uh, long. Um, don't leave it any longer than that. Do seek uh, some uh, medical advice. Like go go to a doctor. Tell your tell your uh, family and friends as well. Like you know, um, I mean, they might not they may not understand to begin with. But when you when you go to a doctor or go, go to or you know your GP doctor or anything like that, uh, hopefully they can uh, they can sort of find out what's going on and you know they can. Um, and hopefully they can get the answer as soon as possible, which I know it may take longer for some people because I, I know I've seen on social media that uh, it's taken longer for people, um, you know, but you might get, you might be lucky that you might get it uh, diagnosed as soon as, but um, yeah, uh, just don't, just don't leave it any longer than that. Uh, and, and of course I, I know um, everyone on here says that, uh, the social media, you know, people on social media can be great as well. Uh, so, you know, that that's always nice. So, yeah, I think that would, I believe that would be my advice, really. Yeah, I think it's good advice there, Richard. Um, well, thank you again, Richard. Um, yeah, no worries. Yeah, because um, it wasn't long ago since we did our episode, so it's, it's good to have you back on here. And, and everyone, and to, to, to anyone watching or listening, we hope you enjoyed this episode um, where we, we all speak about Crohn's because we, we will have it. Um, and and so, some of us have a few more things as well um, that we've noticed in today. <laughs> um, but yeah, like as we said earlier in the episode, hopefully number three doesn't, we don't get a third anyone here <laughs> um but but yeah i wish everyone a merry christmas and a happy new year and yeah thank you everyone and i hope you've enjoyed it and thank you <laughs>